two of heart to heart i am bachava heart your host i put out the first episode thank you guys for listening and giving me feedback i really appreciate it i'm so excited about this platform i am going to be talking about something very interesting for a lot of you guys i think and that is how i lost my postmarital virginity I'm not sure what I'm going to call this episode because I feel like that name doesn't sound so great, but here we go. I wanted to start by saying that sex is a very personal experience. My experience is going to be different from someone else's and my situation is different. For me, I went from being married for nine years in a 10-year relationship. I was used to having pretty consistent sex which I would say most of my friends can't really relate to because most people haven't been with one person for that long. I was just used to having that part of my needs fulfilled when I wanted them. I'm very thankful for that. Great experience. When I did end my relationship, I remember after two weeks, I texted my friend and I'm like, whoa, I'm feeling it. And not that I wanted to do anything with anyone. That was like the last thing on my mind. But I felt that part of my life missing because I realized I am a sexual person. I do enjoy sex. Then it was just gone for me. So what I will say to my single ladies out there who are maybe going through a breakup or are single and are not in the place where they want to date, I think that it is very important that you have a vibrator. I don't really talk about vibrators on my social media accounts. It's not something that I've been super comfortable discussing, but I feel a strong urge as a female and as someone who says that I empower women and my mom talks about it, my sister talks about it. Here I am talking about it. I'm going to link a vibrator that I think is great. It's a vibrator that you can use on your own or with someone. I've never used like a dildo type of vibrator to this day. Maybe one day I will. Right now, I still prefer to have a real dick inside me or just use an outside vibrator. I think vibrators are wonderful. Invest in one. It will save your life. I definitely used it way more than I had ever used one before. My vibrator was very helpful to me during the time where I was really heartbroken, could not think about doing anything with anyone else. I've spoken to people right after they break up, they want to go sleep with someone else. Like that was not where I was at. If that's you, good for you, whatever you need to feel better. For me, I needed to wait some time. Fast forward, probably around two months, I would say. I was still really depressed and my mom being my mom, my family's all about sex positivity. She was like, you need to get laid. I'm telling you, you'll feel better. The only way to get over someone is under someone else, blah, 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 blah. I'm telling you, just like try it out. I think you're ready. I am going with my friends on a trip to Miami. The goal of the trip is to get me laid. I'm like a very goal-oriented person. So when I set my mind to something, this is happening for me. And obviously, I felt like I was in the place where being with someone else was a step I was ready to take. And I wouldn't have taken that step if I didn't feel comfortable with it. But I knew that I would feel more comfortable doing it in a place that wasn't my hometown, like New York. I hadn't gone on a date. I was looking for sex before going on a date. 
sex was much less scary to me than going on a date with someone because I'm like, I am not available to be talking to anybody right now. That is the last thing on my mind. Right now, we're just looking to fuck. So I go to Miami with my friends, my girlfriends. Thank you guys. Shout out to you. I had never in my life flirted with anybody. I met my ex when I was 18. I had maybe spoken to like two boys before that ever in my life. I grew up ultra orthodox, very religious, all girls school. When I got married, I was a virgin, guys. So I had only been with one person my entire life. Let's not even go to sex part. I didn't know how to flirt. I didn't know how to talk to anybody. I didn't know how to talk to a guy. My friends are like, you got this. You're confident. We'll teach you some tips. And I remember my friend was like, when you're at a bar, try making eye contact with a guy that you think is cute. Hold his gaze for a little longer than it would be you're just like looking around. And that's a sign that you're interested and he'll take the lead. If he's interested, he'll come say hi. If not, moving on. First night we get there, we're like walking around some bars. I'm not seeing anyone that looks interesting. Second night, same thing. Third night, I believe was my second to last night. I'm like, I'm not leaving this to chance that I'm going to feel pressure to do it on the last night. I want this to happen. I think that day I downloaded Tinder because I'm like, you know what? Tinder is just for sex. Let me try this out. I wasn't on any other dating apps. It's really great for your ego, guys, if you're looking for a little ego boost because there's just like a lot of people out there that just like your profile. I matched with some people and got some creepy messages, so I immediately deleted my account. That's not to say that I don't think Tinder is cool. I just didn't think it was the app for me. I'm like, I am finding someone tonight. This is going to happen. I go to a party with my friends. We're walking around. We're just taking laps. We're talking to some people, but I'm also not going to just jump in bed with somebody. Like I need to feel some sort of connection. Okay, we're talking to different people. Nobody's matching my vibe. Nobody's matching my energy. It's already one in the morning. Like what's happening? So we decide we're going to do one last lap and then we'll just call it a night because there's no use in just having too much pressure around it. We do one more lap. We bump into some new people and it's this group of British guys. I love an English accent. It's the only foreign. Well, I like English, South African and Australian. Those are the international kinds of people I like. We're talking to these guys. I remember I was talking to one guy. He was really cute, but no personality. Then I started talking to this other guy and I'm like, okay, we're having some good banter. This could be something. I'm with my friends. So I asked him if he wanted to go to the beach to talk. The party was on the beach. So it wasn't like I was going into a secluded area. There were a lot of people sitting on the beach talking, making out, whatever. So we go to the beach. We're talking. I literally learn about his previous relationship, what, you know, how he felt, why they broke up, where he is now. I told him I was divorced. We're getting into like full blown details. If you've ever been on a date with me, uh, I hope this is just mostly females listening. But if you have, I am that person on a first date. I want to get to like the interesting stuff because if those things match up, then I'll want to learn about your favorite color. But I don't really care to know your favorite color on a first date. Like I want to see if we connect. I've been out on like a double date with a friend. I'm getting to know like what are his goals in life? Last relationship. Is he close to his family? All these things. And my friend sitting next to me is like, are you like, are you okay? My dating style is I want to get to know you more intensely. We're talking on the beach. 
I'm feeling a vibe. He kisses me, I think, or I kiss him. I'm not sure. I have no problem with going in first. So this is the first person I've ever kissed in over 10 years. I remember thinking to myself, like, okay, we're doing this. His lips were pretty thin. He was a little scruffy face. I'm like, the kissing isn't amazing, but I'm in the moment. This is happening. He's going to be the guy to pop my cherry. My friends checked in on me. They saw what was going on. They're like, okay, good. We have your location. Keep us posted. We're making out. It's already getting pretty late. People are starting to head out. I ask him, do you have condoms? And he definitely looked a little taken aback. And he's like, I don't. I was like, okay, no problem. There's a CVS right next to my hotel. We can go pick some up. And he was like, uh, okay, we're doing this. I think I was being pretty persuasive because he didn't really seem like the type of guy that would hook up with a girl after just meeting them that night. But mind you, we were all on vacation. We were all there just for the weekend. So I think everyone got the vibe. We go to CVS. I think in the back of my mind, I was wondering like, what size condom is he gonna get? I didn't really have that much condom experience. So picks out the condom. I get a drink, we check out, we walk to my hotel, we get to my hotel room, we start getting into it. Being that he was from the UK, he was uncircumcised. I had never seen an uncircumcised penis in real life. I had only seen like one other penis before in real life. So I was just like, okay. I, I for sure had Googled it at one point in my life. Like, what does it look like? If you've never had sex with an uncircumcised penis, it feels the same while the deed is happening. Actually. I think so because I've only done it with a condom but when you're touching it it's like you pull down and it looks like a regular dick and then you let go and it gets covered again and it's weird. He had like a pretty small situation which was fine because I was just looking to get this over with. It was kind of felt like to me like I needed to have this experience This was a stepping stone for me to start the moving on process. We're having sex. I remember having this out of body experience where I felt myself looking down on myself and I'm like, oh my God, you're having sex. Oh my God, you're having sex. Oh my God, you're having sex. This is so fucking weird. Oh my God. But I went with it. He was really, really great with his fingers. I feel like if you have a smaller dick, then you learn to be really good with your hands. I was taken care of. Very thankful for that experience. So we finish. To this day, I'm not a sleepover girl. Unless I'm seeing you for a little bit of time, I think that sharing a bed is very intimate. To me, sharing a bed is way more intimate than sex. Obviously, sex can be intimate, but when you're hooking up with someone, I don't want you sleeping over. I say to him, great meeting you. This was fun. You're welcome to go back. If you want, you can stay. I think I said it in a, you should go, but like, if you really want to, you can stay. He looks at me while he's getting dressed. He says, wow, you must do this a lot. And I, in my mind, am like, if you only knew that you are the second person I have ever had sex with in my life, you would be mind blown. Guys, it's all about confidence. You can do whatever the fuck that you want, as long as you have the air of, oh yeah, of course. And I just smiled at him. I'm like, haha. Yeah, I don't know. And he left. I did not sleep that night because I was in shock that I had had sex with somebody else. I text my friends what happened. I did it. Oh my God, this is crazy. And I also asked, can you get an STD from sucking a dick? 
because I never grew up with sexual education. That wasn't taught in my school because you weren't sleeping with anyone else besides your partner when you get married. So it wasn't something I ever had to worry about. My friend was laughing at me. Practice safe sex, guys. It was just a crazy experience. He texts me the next day. Him in my mind was this experience that I needed to have in order to move on to start the next chapter of my life. For me, the one night stand was perfect. That is exactly what I needed at that time. If you are trying to get out there, make sure that you're ready for it. I'm not that kind of girl who has sex with someone and then feels this like emotional connection to them. I think if I'm emotionally connected to someone and I have sex with them, that will deepen the connection. But I look at it especially in the beginning, uh, it was more of a physical act and to get off and to be touched by a guy. And that is what I was looking for at that time. So thankful for the way that it all went down. I really did feel like once I took that step, I was able to continue on into the dating process and getting out there. So that is the story of how I lost my postmarital virginity. If you are new to getting out there after a relationship and having sex, I think it's so important to evaluate where you are and don't be afraid to change your mind. Definitely in the beginning when I was hooking up with people, I was unavailable for anything more. I was really just looking to have fun. And then there were points in my time where I was like, I'm only going to hook up with someone if I feel like they're someone that I could possibly date. And then I've had times where I'm like, well, I actually really like sex and I'm not talking to anyone that I could see myself dating. So am I just going to let myself be celibate? So I think it's important to just remember that listen to your needs, listen to your wants, evaluate things. I recently tried having a want to come over and watch a movie experience and it was not for me, but I'm happy I experienced it and I'm happy I tried because now I know. So don't be afraid to try things out, see how you feel, and learn from them. And we're always evolving, and you don't need to stick to a guide and a rule book that you made six months ago or a year ago. You can change your mind and change how you feel towards sex. This is the first follow your heart segment where I'm going to be doing a little weekly advice, ask me questions segment. I went on my Insta story and I asked you guys to send in some questions. So someone sent in how to feel less insecure going on an IRL date when you've been talking online. I'm going to assume that she means you're messaging on Hinge or a dating app or something and then you're going to meet the person in real life. If I'm misinterpreting this, let me know. It's really important important to remember that a first date is a first date for you and a first date for him. Both of you can be equally nervous about putting yourself out there and meeting someone new. I'm definitely going to do a deeper into dating and tips and things like that but I think it's important to go into a date without all that pressure of like oh my god we've had this connection we've been talking about this what's it gonna be like don't put pressure on it don't be nervous about it try to think of it as you're going to meet a new person possibly a friend you can maybe be meeting someone who you'll learn about a new industry or a new restaurant or something that 
it takes away from this being a person that you may date and more someone that you would maybe want to be friends with. How do you get excited for dates when you're used to having your person? I get so sad. So I'm assuming this means that someone got out of a relationship and is now trying to get back into the dating scene. I feel like if you're going on dates and you're feeling really sad about doing it, maybe it's not time for you to start dating. You should probably be spending a little bit more time focusing on yourself, focusing on your friendship, focusing on your family, doing other things. Because dating is definitely a distraction and I think it's a great way to move on in a relationship, but it should be used in a positive way and I feel like if you're getting really sad about it, then you're not ready. I hope that answered your questions. Send in your questions via DM at heart to heart and I will hopefully answer them next time. If I didn't get to your question, I did write them all down because a lot of them are really great podcast topics and there'll be things that I'll focus on in the future, but always send in your questions. That is all for today. Thank you guys so much for listening to Heart to Heart. You can follow me here. My podcast should be going live on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, all the places you can find podcasts. If it's not live yet, it will be soon. Please like, subscribe, leave a comment, tell your friends. And of course, send in any topic requests that you have at Heart to Heart on Instagram.